Welcome back, everybody, to Quid Prog Quo, the musical podcast where I subject my friends to progressive rock music, and they in turn get the opportunity to subject me to any music they want. This time we're getting an old co-worker of mine who I've kept in touch with over the years, a very fun guest of Sarah, and I've also realized I have a lot of friends named Sarah, Uh, but Sarah and I used to work in an office together way back when, and uh, we have very fun conversations. I'm getting her to listen to my all-time favorite band Genesis I was holding off of introducing this to only the best and she in turn is getting me to listen to the new album from the chicks which I actually found myself really really digging now, as with all of these, I really want to extend a huge thank you to Liana Olinsky for providing the graphic for this podcast, as well as Explosive Ear Candy for their song All Together Now, which is the soundtrack to this podcast. Uh, and so without further ado, let's find out what Sarah and I think about each other's music. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's happening. We're here. So how's it going? It's going okay. You know, that pandemic life. Yeah, that pandemic life. Um, But that notwithstanding, you know, things are good. All right. Are you excited for our little podcast that we have going on? I'm very excited. I feel very ignorant as to what's going to happen, but I'm, I'm just putting my faith in you um, oh, wow. to lead us through. So much power. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> well, um, you know, host a podcast, I guess. That's, that's essentially it. Yes. Um, so the way that this works is we talk a little bit about the albums that we want the other person to listen to. Mm-hmm. And then we break and we listen to those albums uh-huh. And then we come back after listening to the albums and talk about our experiences. Okay. So um, what, what's the album that you're going to have me dive into and, uh, and why? I would like for you to listen to um, the new Chicks album, Gaslighter. Ooh. Okay. Tell me about the Chicks. The Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Are a pop country trio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is their first album in like 13 years. It got dropped like, I don't know, three weeks ago. And I've essentially been listening to it nonstop ever since then. Right. And I would like you to experience all of the joys and sorrows and, and feelings in between that it is uh, eliciting. I am very excited to listen to this because this, this looks very interesting. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because I'm very like... I don't think I've actually sat down and ever listened to the Dixie Chicks or the Chicks. Like I'm aware of them. Uh huh. Um, I mean, growing up in a, I don't want to say small city, but essentially a small city in Ontario, Canada, you're going to be exposed to them one way or another. Sure. Especially in the nineties. Um, so I only like tertiarily know about them, but I've never actually sat down and listened to them. Uh huh. So. Well, I, I think this is a great album to come in with. Um, okay. It, it's, it's just really tight. It's real tight. Amazing. Is there any kind of like overarching storyline or uh, unifying theme about this album? Or is it just like... 
there is a super transparent overarching theme. <laughs> okay. I mean, I <laughs> it wouldn't is, be surprised. It's like, super explicit. <laughs> okay. Um, you don't have to go digging for it or anything like that. It's no. like pretty in your face. Natalie Maine's got a divorce. This is her divorce album. Oh. Um, and it, it sounds like it was a messy one. Oh, man. So. I feel like with divorce slash like breakup albums, it can go one of two ways. It's either like, I'm free, screw you guys. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Everything uh -huh. is great. I can't, I'm so glad to be out of that shackle. Or it's like ghost stories from Coldplay where it's just like, my feelings, I can't do this. Why? <laughs> Um, I think this one, I, I think you're going to find it delightful because it, it is both really like reveling in the emotion of, um, of the like rejection or the, and the betrayal and, you know, all of those feelings. It's not like good riddance, I'm free of you, mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it still somehow manages to strike the super empowering, super like music you could run to kind of um like walking through fire um Ooh, sentiment right. fire so walk with me i like it <laughs> i'm pretty excited well the album that i have for you is practically the 180 switch lay it on me um so this is actually the first time we're going to be covering this band on this podcast and we're on like episode i don't know seven or eight or something like that so uh -huh. like the fact that i haven't subjected this to any of my friends yet you get to be the um, the bearer, the subjectee uh -huh. to my favorite band. I great. Yeah. So we haven't covered <laughs> we haven't covered Genesis yet. So. All right. I have also, I have never listened to Genesis. No. So this is going to be um, new experiences for everyone. Excellent, excellent. So this is their now. This isn't my favorite album from them. Because um, okay. I was wondering, like, what album should I subject Sarah to? Because like. There's, <laughs> So I, many. I, I love the language that you're using. Subject me to. <laughs> Which <laughs> one should she experience? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I decided on their 1972 album, Foxtrot. Okay. Uh, this is their fourth studio album. So this is when Peter Gabriel was still in the band. Mm -hmm. So we got Peter Gabriel on the lead singer. Uh, Phil Collins was still like backup vocals and drummer. And it was just, it was you're, just a good time. You're giving me Phil Collins? I don't well, know yeah. anything about Genesis. Sorry, everyone. That's okay. It's okay. Phil Collins, this is where you got to start. You got to start in Genesis as their drummer. Well, I'm no longer afraid. Yeah. So this is where Phil Collins got his start. Um, so, you know, there wouldn't be Sue Studio or In the Air Tonight if it wasn't for this album. Um, <laughs> well, that's, this is excellent. I... I'm looking forward to digging my teeth into it and yes. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> Be prepared for their last song because their last song is one of the most popular progressive rock songs I think ever written. So uh -huh. just be aware of that going in and we'll have lots to talk about. I I'm excited to hear what your, what your thoughts are about this album. You, you look way too happy about this. I <laughs> this, is, this is really why I started this is to... <laughs> Um, allow my friends to experience my music that whenever I talk to them about, they keep saying, why would anybody listen to that? I'm like, well, you're going to find out. I guess so. 
it'll be an experience. It will um, be an experience. <laughs> I'm like now more trepidatious. You've increased my fear. Oh no, don't worry. Remember, you're, you're with your homeboys. You're with Peter and Phil. You're in good hands. <laughs> All right, we'll see. our musical silos to listen to each other's music it's the usual ad break on this one so i'm hoping that anchor's whole ad and sponsorship thing is working on here i put it on my last two videos i'm not sure if it really did work or not but hey we're going to find out um as always, if you want to support the show, head on over to Patreon. It's Patreon slash Notes Reviews, all one word. Um, I've left the link on all of my YouTube videos as well, which is Notes Reviews. I also want to thank some of my patrons for their support throughout the years. I want to thank a old timer of Rick Phillips. Uh, he got me to listen to a lot of Voivod, a Montreal-based uh, thrash proggy metal band thing. Um, he's been a huge supporter of me right from the beginning and also a recent one of William Sanford who uh, got me to listen to his own music uh, which I will be live streaming in a future episode as well so thank you there William if you want to be cool like William and Rick head on over to my patreon it's patreon slash notes reviews and again a huge thank you to Liana and explosive ear candy for their uh, creative outpours and so without further ado let's dive back into this podcast and find out what Sarah thought about Genesis and what I thought of the chicks So, you know what we forgot to do? I forgot. Lay it on me. I forgot to do the whole introductions of like who you are and how we know each other. Oh, okay. Completely forgot about that. Oops. Oops, but we're going to do it now. Okay. Well, that so, seems like that'll work out just fine. It'll work out just fine. This is what the. Uh, you can the, fix it in the magic of editing. That's exactly what I was going to say. So. Uh, welcome, Sarah. Very excited to have you on. Oh, thanks. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And uh, Sarah, how do I know you? Um, well, how does anyone know anyone, really? It's true. Uh, but I think we first crossed paths at the offices of the Ontario Library Association. We did. We did. You were the first person in the office who I ever saw because I came out of the elevator for my interview and there you were at your desk. There I was. Ready I mean, to greet I and direct. I feel like you, you didn't have a choice because my desk is, is situated right across from the elevator. It's true. Yeah. Which I think they did on purpose so I could vet anybody coming or going into the office. So you, I have you to thank for you do. letting me past. Yeah, when I saw you come in, I'm like, she's the one. I don't know <laughs> what she's here for, but she's the one. <laughs> All right, we nailed it. Okay, perfect. Now we can just slide right back into the episode. Okay, great. I'm ready. I'm ready to, to fast forward an hour. All right, perfect. <laughs> um, so what did you think of the album I had you listen to? 
Well, I realized a lot of things about myself while listening to it, including oh, but not limited to, I had no idea what prog rock was. <laughs> oh, did I never like sit you down and talk about it with you? You did, but I, 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 like, I, you know, I heard you talk about prog rock, but it was just a bit of a, like a black box of just like, oh, I'm sure I don't like that. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and in that fits a lot of things. Um, yeah. And so I, uh, yeah, I thought it was like, maybe, I don't know what the genre is that I thought it was, but maybe like death metal. I thought there was more screaming involved. Oh. Um, there, were, <laughs> there was no screaming. No, no, that doesn't come until like the 80s. Yeah, so I I was pleasantly surprised by the lack of by the lack of screams. Oh, I'm um, glad. And the like inclusion of musicality and like yeah. flutes. Yeah, that was um, all Peter Gabriel. Uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing, good stuff. Like super. It reminded me of, of lots of different things. So I was like, oh yeah, the seventies. Um, yeah. Like. <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth and Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I mean, none of the things actually sound the same, but, um, you know, the same feelings. Yeah. The same sort of, like, they're just, they're just in the, they're in that space. Okay, okay, okay. So over, overall, a pleasant listen, would you say? Uh, uh, I mean... You want to go that far? <laughs> I'm, like, am I going to add it to my regular rotation? No. But my, were my ears bleeding? No. So, you know, okay. it was it was a pass. Like uh, a net zero kind of a thing. It didn't, it didn't make you want to screw out your ears, but at the same time, you weren't jumping for joy. Correct. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I, yeah. I do have to ask what your experience was with the final track of... Uh, most of the listeners would probably know this as Supper's Ready the the big track the 24 minute track big track yeah 23 yep. and something yeah it was a big track very bright six saintly shrouded men move across the lawn slowly the seventh walks in front with a cross held high in hand and it's Your supper's waiting for you. Um, well, I got to the last song of the album, and I was like, wow, this went by so quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and then found out that half of the album was left within that one song. Yep. Um, so, you know, that was a lot. I also tricked my roommate into listening to the last song because I was like, oh, I'm doing this thing. Like, she came oh, home and so we were beautiful. making dinner. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing this thing. I have to listen to this this album. I'm just like, I'm on the last song right now. Um, it's Genesis, Genesis, and she was like, Oh, I love them. <laughs> love, and I'm love guessing, them. I'm guessing it's like Invisible Touch and um, Land of Confusion and Misunderstanding and like the big. I shouldn't assume. I really shouldn't assume, but mm -hmm. like that's those are the big like radio play tracks from them. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Um, but she she says that as a, like a two or three year old she could recognize um like phil collins on the radio She'd be like daddy that's phil collins and then okay yeah, yeah people yeah. in her broader circle were concerned for her um 
but uh, then after about 15 minutes, she, um, she felt a little tricked. Yeah. So my experience with that was actually seeing it live. So I couldn't just get up and leave or do something. Sure. Um, and I thought a couple of times that the track had finished. Uh-huh. And I got so many like stare downs because I started applauding thinking that was the end of the song. And I think I was with my dad at the time and he's just like, stop. No, it, you still have like 15 minutes to go. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. You got, you got schooled a little bit. A, a little bit. Yeah. Like I had one person turn around and like stare me down being like, how dare you, sir? Like, oh, okay. Well, won't do that again. <laughs> So, well, I'm glad that you didn't actively hate it. I didn't actively hate it, um, which I anticipated I, I might. Right. And I can and, see the little glimmer of the future of the Phil Collins that I know and love with the right. emotional, the emotional ballads and of course the Tarzan soundtrack. Well, of course, that's the epitome of like humankind creativity, really. Yeah, everything everything's leading to that point. Yeah, and I, think. and I think he'd tell you the same. He would definitely tell you the same, and I'm pretty sure since then it's just been downhill. Probably. Yeah, but one thing that did come after Tarzan that might not necessarily be completely downhill, like that little segue. Yeah. Uh, is is the Chicks album that I had to listen to? Uh huh. What do you think? Did you love it? Um, I have I have thoughts. I have um, so I really and genuinely did enjoy the album uh-huh uh, there are some things if I were the producer of this album I would have changed but I also know that this album isn't intended for me uh-huh um, so I would know that going in and it's mainly more on a technical side like all the songs themselves are fantastic and I love them I would just change some of the order of the songs because I feel it's very front heavy. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the album, I wasn't as invested. It was much more heartfelt, introspective tracks. And you want to see more of a mixture. I want to see a little bit more of a mixture. I want to have a highs and lows, a little bit of a roller coaster when it comes mm -hmm. to an album. Or I would have reversed it so that the first part of the album, the first half is that emotional introspective and then the second half is that get up and go jam because i i always kind of think of an album as a singular piece of art to like kind of sit down and listen to right mm -hmm. and if this were a song i'd want a song to build up to a crescendo at the end rather than have the crescendo at the beginning and then a fade out for the second half of the track yeah um i mean that being said um this is the kind of music that i have a guilty pleasure over where's the guilt coming from there's no real guilt and like i never really enjoy that saying uh because when i first heard about guilty pleasures every time i thought about something that would qualify as a guilty pleasure i never felt guilty over it mm -hmm. but i could understand it doesn't fit my brand right like somebody who has met me for like a day or two would be shocked to learn that I love those kinds of things. Uh-huh. Um, like what, what, what else are, do people find shocking about you? 
um, oh, I mean, there's lots people find shocking about me, but specifically to music in this context, um, it's like, I love those 90s singer-songwriter female vocalists. Okay. Um, like uh, Sixpence, None the Richer, uh, No sure. Doubt, um, Cheryl Crow a little bit, like those artists. And so this was right up my alley in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, there's, I don't know if it's a sound or if it's a, a feeling about it, but it kept circling around that aspect of music that I love with that type of style. Mm-hmm. And I actually noted it down a couple of times. It was very heavily found in Gaslighter, the mm-hmm. title track. Um, it had a little bit with uh, my best friend's wedding and hope it's something good. So those were like the three tracks that kind of had that. Although my favorite track off the whole album was for her. Mm. Uh, specifically for that big buildup that we had. Um, it might not necessarily be like the most pumping track off the album, um, but I love the buildup to the big crescendo at the end. Yeah. Um, I feel like I need to listen to For Her for a half a second because it's not, it's not one of my favorite songs, so it's not one of the ones oh. that I like know exactly what it is. Right, okay. Listen, have, a, have, a quick, have a quick boo, have a quick listen. Show love for her, for her Stand up, show up Um, so yeah, that was my favorite track off of this, even though I think everything from Gaslighter all the way to March, March was tight and I was digging it. And then from my best friend's wedding all the way to the end, even though they were still good, it was Mm -hmm. just a little bit more like, I don't think, I think the only time it really kind of perks up is in Juliana Calm Down. Mm Um, and yeah, I was just kind of open for another bop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. I Tights on My Boat is my favorite song on the album. So it's interesting that you just skipped right over that. You're like, no, it's good up until there. And yeah, then, and it's yeah, interesting. It's just, that's a low point for you. I've, I've got notes on every single song on the album, except <laughs> for Tights on My Boat, which I just drew an arrow pointing to Best Friend's Wedding. Uh-huh. <laughs> So take that as you will. This is a nothing song. <laughs> uh, this could have been left off of the album entirely and it would have lost nothing. <laughs> yeah, you can call her right now and tell her that she can have you right now. So 
what is it about tights on my boat that you love so much? Um, it's got some really great insults. Oh, see, I'm not a big fan of insults. Maybe that's it. Uh, like, even if it's, even if it's like really warranted, I'm just like, oh. 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 You've got a little, you've got a, a warm, soft heart. I, I do. I really do. It's, yeah. it's, it's my, my, uh, what is it? The fatal flaw. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's the word for that? Fatal flaw? Yeah. There's I, like I, a, a word that encapsulates the whole thing. Oh, I always just thought it was fatal flaw. Hamarsha. I've learned something new. I've never heard of that before. Hamarsha. Hamarsha. Oh, there we go. I had to look it up just now. I didn't remember. Yeah, but still. My full you knew, for the, you knew it existed, for the which listeners. is which is a few steps beyond me because I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> um, well, I think that the, the best insults, even though you don't like insults, um, from that song that I think makes it really, it has earned its spot on the album is, mm -hmm. I hope you never find a sock to match the other one. Oof, that's hard. That's, that's hard. a wish. That's that a wish. is a wish. I was terrified of that. So I did the whole... Um, what is it? Exposure therapy. And I went for like five years with mismatched socks. Um, yeah, I guess that's fair. It's not a bad solution to that problem. So if you get cursed in that way, it won't be such a big deal for you. No, I think what would be worse is having like soggy socks. Like you just stepped in a puddle. Mm. That's mm -hmm. the worst. Mm -hmm. You change your shock, still soggy. I think it's a good Shakespearean insult. It is a good Shakespearean insult. I feel like that's like a, Witch's curse from like um, the play that must not be named. Uh huh. Why well, are you are you in a a place where you can't name it? No, it's bad luck to say the name of the play. Anywhere. Just, I thought they, that was just in a theater. I I always figured it was anywhere. I'm okay, not well. saying that because I forgot the name of the play. I'm saying that because it's cursed. Okay. Well, yeah. out of respect for the curse and <laughs> your, your dry socks, I won't, I won't mention it. Thank you. So, yeah, I think, I think that's all I've got. Oh, I love the banjos. Sure. I have to, I really have to, you know. You're about pour, the banjo. I'm about the flute. Yeah, I'm about the banjo. You know, I poured one out for my homies when um, Mumford and Sons left the banjo at the side. So I'm glad to see that the Dixie Chicks picked it back up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's great. I'm sorry I didn't take more notes. I was just listening and experiencing and, oh. and dragging my roommate along for their ride. See, I'm all about like the experience. Like I'm all about what did it make you feel, right? Mm -hmm. And if it didn't make you want to feel like you wanted to throw yourself down a flight of stairs, I think that's a net positive. I, I feel introduced to, um, to, to a genre yeah. that have, has lost its stigma to me. Yeah, it's, it's from another time. Although... If I get you on again, I can introduce you to more modern progressive rock. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see the joy and like sheer expectations from your face right there. Um, I, I, if, if I come back on, I can introduce you to more three-part female harmonies. Oh, I would be for that. And I won't subject you unless you want to be subjected to the screaming and growling and. Oh, does that come somewhere into this, into the, into the area? Was I not totally off base? You were not totally off base, but that's more like death metal and like death progressive rock. 
Uh-huh. Um, there, there, there is such thing. I feel a little bit vindicated by that. Yes, there is. Like bands such as Opeth and other ones, they're the big ones. Although uh-huh. they've even stopped growling and screaming. So it's just why do you gotta why do you gotta scream so much? It's what? bad for your voice. It's bad for my ears. Yeah, I mean, I don't exactly know, but um, I guess it heightens the musical experience. Yeah. Like there, I I think that a well placed scream or growl can elevate the song more so when you're trying to get a real big point across. Uh-huh. I don't think you need to be screaming and yelling for the entirety of the song. It like resonates somewhere deep in your soul. Yeah, yeah, and I I always figure that if you're screaming and yelling the entire time, then it doesn't make anything special, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so you're for, you're for restrained screams. Restrained screams, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on my little show, my little podcast. You're so welcome. It was fun. Excellent. And hopefully we'll get you back and we can introduce you to some more modern stuff of bands that are currently recording. Okay, I can, I can, I can handle that. I can handle something from the, this century. Okay, good. Good. Uh, well, until then, thank you for coming on. Do you want to like leave any parting words or anything like that? Um, I'm not sure I have anything like pithy to end this off with, but. Okay. I, I'm still trying to work out a tagline, but I think I've settled on keep sharing music. So I think okay. I'm gonna, I think I want to use that as like the send off. All right. Keep sharing music. Just keep sharing music. Together now. So great.